What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I want to talk about Beyond Brand for a minute. So everyone knows about Beyond Brand. I do not want to do another rant about it, so I will give you guys a two-second statement of it. Beyond Brand helps every single organization, in my personal opinion, make better hiring decisions by authentically communicating the operational realities of the company to applicants very early in the process so both parties can make a transparent, authentic, empathetic, and correct decision around whether they want to get in bed with each other. That's the gist of it. So having said that, there are a couple of data and stat lines that we all care about when it comes to HR, people, ops, talent, hiring, things of that nature. You know, many recruiters and many internal heads of people care about new hire performance metrics. Many new, you know, many heads of people and recruiting managers and such care about turnover and retention metrics when it comes to new hires in their first 90 to 120 days. And many of these folks, hiring managers, you know, many of these folks rather care about hiring, hiring manager satisfaction rates as well. And so for me, Forget Beyond Brand, and I want to keep pushing that out there to the world, right? Forget Beyond Brand, forget the E1B2 Collective, forget the guy that you're even hearing right now, and just focus on the nuances and the themes within it. If we are going to say to the world that we really care about putting our employees first, if we really care about making the best decisions, then I really think that the themes within Beyond Brand should really help and point to some of the data and metrics that I just outlined today. So let's start at the top. New hire performance metrics, right? So we're looking at new hire performance metrics and we're looking at potentially sales quotas or we're looking at how they're handling themselves in meetings or we're looking at how they're handling themselves from a performance standpoint in the first 90 days. We're looking at around how much they're delivering on products or units and things of that nature. Now, let's dig under that a little bit more. What makes up a really high-level employee when it comes to new hire performance? Well, it means they probably understand their role at a very intimate level. That means they probably understand the organization at a very intimate level. It means they probably feel such a psychological and emotional safety that anytime they're doing something wrong or indifferent, the feedback that they're getting from their managers, they're reacting accurately and confidently and, 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 and they're doing things in a way that is different to be a little bit more productive. And that could go so on and so forth. Their workflow, their execution styles, all these things are going to be aligned to the way the organization is currently designed. And so with Beyond Brand or themes of Beyond Brand, what I'm pushing so many organizations to do is if you want new hire performance metrics to be high, if you want new hires coming into your organization to hit the ground running, then I believe you should be articulating and being very clear and honest about what it looks like to not only have success and to be a high performer in the organization, but to talk to and to allude to the things that are connected to the workflow structures and allude to the way the decisions are made and allude to the KPIs and the OKRs and allude to the communication preferences and styles and allude to the support that you're willing and able from a bandwidth perspective to give to your people right this moment. Explain them this information. Because maybe once you explain that information and you unpack that context in the podcast, in the cut down one, three minute episodes, things of that nature, again, not alluding too much to beyond brand, but I guess I'll just throw a little jab in there. When you articulate this information to new hires coming into your organization, to applicants, they can make a better decision for themselves to opt out of the process saying, you know what? 
the things that are connected to me performing well inside of this organization, I'm not a big fan of, or I don't think I'd be a good fit for. And you as an organization, you as a leader, you as an HR leader, you as a manager, you as a person in this organization making a decision connected to this person coming in, you should appreciate that. Now, on the flip side, what this person could do now that they have this data up front as they're going through the hiring process, as they get embedded inside of the organization, they can utilize this information to better and further prepare themselves. I think, you know, I think back to middle school and high school when the math teacher or the science teacher would give us a little bit of a heads up of the themes that will be within the test, right? Any good teacher does that. So that throughout the moments where we're either preparing for the test or maybe in, in my own confines of my home, I can start to research and study and get my mind a little bit more prepared for that test. It's very similar to what an athlete does the night before a big game. They prime their body. You want these applicants to be primed to jump into the organization and, and to make an impact from day one. So it's very helpful. Let's go over to turnover and retention metrics. This one is pretty simple. Now, what can you communicate to an applicant early on in the process to make sure your turnover and retention metrics are high? Now, high from a retention perspective and low from a turnover perspective. Now, what can you do? You can articulate to them many of the reasons of why folks maybe would leave the company, maybe would not be retained in the first 90 days. And then once you articulate some of those reasons, it could be, hey, right now we're doing a lot of micromanaging or right now this is a really high performance, fast paced culture right now. And there are a lot of really big decisions or right now, if we don't find a person in the sales department or in the partnership department that can land on three or five or seven um, new partnerships or new deals very quickly and and hit those numbers, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to let them go. Or maybe we're looking for somebody that already has these pre-existing relationships. I could go on and on and on, but if you can articulate proactively to applicants why folks have been turned over within your organization recently, why folks may not be retained, why folks have left, when they're listening to that, they can say to themselves, you know what, that does sound like me, you know what, that doesn't sound like me, or if they're in the middle, they can take a gamble on themselves and do what I said in the beginning, they can prime themselves, they can prepare themselves to avoid those same traits. Again, very beneficial. Saving you time, saving them time. Last thing, hiring manager satisfaction rates. This data, again, is what not only every single organization should be tracking, but this data is significantly impacting the success that new hires have inside of an organization. So what can you do connected to this? This one's a meaty one, but I'll keep it pretty brief. Hiring managers, managers, direct reports, supervisors, folks that actually make an impact on whether someone will be successful or not because they work with that person consistently, communication styles have a lot to do with that. Decision-making bandwidth and structures have a lot to do with that. Ways of working have a lot to do with that. Micromanagement has a lot to do with that. Perspectives and emotional intelligence and lack thereof have a lot to do with that. The ability to create psychologically psychological safety because they know how each individual person inside of their overall team of eight or six or 12 likes to get to psychological safety. 
And they actually have the processes internally inside the company and the wherewithal as a leader and the connection to emotional intelligence, the ability to create that psychological safety, to put in the effort to understand you as a new hire and how we get there. And so you being satisfied with your manager because you see that that manager is willing to go to for, for, far lengths and, 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 and deep context moments to really support you and help you and get you to where you need to be, you may decide to stay along with the ride. But on the flip side, if the satisfaction rates are low, that's where we look at the organizations are starting to lose talent, starting to have the retention numbers decrease. And so what does that mean? How can Beyond Brand and the themes of Beyond Brand stop that or pause that or put an end to that? It's very simple. You could look at and unpack and articulate. Hey, look, straight up. Here are some of the rates. Here's why folks were not excited, did not appreciate some of the managers they work with. Here's the state of the union right now. Here's why we think these things may have occurred. Here's what we're doing to change them. Here's what we're doing to fix them. Here's our decision-making structures. Here's our OKRs, our KPIs. Here's how we judge. Here's how we communicate. Here's how we assess. Here's how we provide feedback. Here are the things that piss me off. Here are the things that excite me. Here's the roadmap of how you can be successful in my eyes as I judge you each week, each day, each month. And so the goal would then be for this new potential hire listening, they can say, you know what? I appreciate these things. I want to get into the org. And as long as what they're saying is true, my satisfaction rates are going to be pretty high as I fill out that survey, whatever the case is going to be. And so the gist is the following. Every single organization in some shape, form or fashion in the hiring process should be communicating at a very authentic level the realities that are to applicants early on. It's a must. Now, how you do that, whether it's in the written form, the audio form, the video form, I don't really care how you get there, but you got to get there. Because if you communicate these things, if you can communicate them authentically and confidently, you can look at your hiring managing man, hiring manager satisfaction rates. You can look at your turnover and retention rates. You can look at um, you can look at your new hire performance metrics. You can look at a lot of data. You can look at a lot of data. You can point to why things are starting to progress. You can point to why you're starting to get more done. You can point to why you're starting to have more success because you are articulating and communicating the things to make those data points that much more positive and better proactively, saving time, saving money, saving energy, saving stress. So just a few thoughts, one man's opinion. Thanks a lot.